and we back, man. Uh, when rap nerds link up, man. This week, you know, we've been through a lot together. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> very special guest, man. Uh, I felt bad. I should have been talking to Dame a long time ago, man. Uh, Dame had let me know that he was offended. I had never invited him on a pod before, but you know, my pod was in shambles as far as organization, so I couldn't be, you know. But bothering one of the um, Detroit forefathers. Uh, hey man, better late than never. Better late than never. <laughs> so this this is a special one, man. This is a special one, man. We got dang one half of Shop Talk Pie, one half of Shop Talk Studios. Um, the the world's greatest baby daddy, as he cl- as he claims. Professional um, baby daddy. Prof- <laughs> <laughs> My man, Dane, what's up, man? Do you know, do your thing, introduce yourself, whatever you got to say. Do, do I do the whole intro? Hey, you know, feed the streets, man. You got you got to feed right. your fan base, man. Yo, man, it's your man, Dane, three underscores, 313, the West Side Landlord, the pride of PA, high chief, Dame, don't fuck around, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame. And the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. You know it, man. But so we back when rap nerds link up, like I told you, it's all about just what, what we really care about. You know what I'm saying? Um, is the raps, man. So I did, you know, I do, I do a little job, you know what I'm saying? I do a little, little background work, you know what I'm saying? To show I'm a, I'm a journalist here. Um, when you hear the name Ice Cube. Ice Cube changed my my life, bro. Talk about what's the album? Oh man. Probably death certificate was the one that really like turned the corner from me but i i remember like ice cube was the first rapper that like i believed in and i thought was authentic i remember my guy brother gave me straight out of compton on a dub cassette and i used to sneak and listen to it because i was just a young fella and i remember thinking that like ice cube was going to break in my house and kill my entire family like that's a that's how like authentic it sounded to me mm-hmm. he painted a picture where it made he made it seem like Compton was hell on earth. And like it was like everything that was going down in Compton was just gang banging, bitches, drugs. And when you like nine or 10 years old, like that shit, it it was it, it warped me. But all I knew is like I was sucked in. Like I, I needed to hear it. I couldn't I couldn't turn away from it. And the more and more I listened to it, man, like that was that was like the moment that like I really started embracing hip hop, man. Ice Cube is easily my favorite rapper ever. That death certificate. So like I had older uncles. So my uncle is like 10, 11 years older than me. So they were like in the belly, you know, of the whole hip hop thing. So he was like, they're the reason I would listen to all of this stuff. Cause I would have access to them from my grandma's house. Yeah. So the death certificate CD is just like the most visual. And again, like, you know, you be a kid, you don't really know what you're looking at. But like it was really like a dead, quote unquote, dead body with the toe tag on it. Yeah. And like the visual representation. And he was spitting on that album. That album kind of. It was real black. It was real militant. That album birthed one of my. Are you familiar with bootlegs and B-sides? Yeah. So. That's like, I feel like I'm the only person that know that that, <laughs> that thing exists. Like it's a, it's a small sector of us. That much, but it was great. Like the remixes on there, and yeah, you know and like heavy into the the funk and the parlor, you know, funkadelics and all that stuff, man. So Cube is one of the like he don't get mentioned enough. I think people forget about like they think the the movies kind of move front. He's yeah, he's morphed into something else. Like people forgot like what he was because of who he is now. Like he's he's changed. He he doing the movies and the you know are we there yet? But he was this crazy. He's just crazy. Like you, they still think of Craig instead of Ice Cube when you think of this crazy rapper. But you know he he still got busy like not recently, recently, but 
it was refreshing. Do you remember when he hopped on Little John? Yeah. Now that's that's <laughs> the ice cube. Like I that's authentic ice cube. Now some of them singles he didn't drop, been eh, you know, they've been hit or miss. And more misses than hits lately. But I mean, that's just the game. Yeah, he he, he don't care no more. It, he ain't in the same, you know. He don't need to. He don't need to. But the boy Q, or my other treat for you, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm gonna have you do some rapping on here too, man. So okay. um, you you have a couple of my favorite albums. I'm not gonna get into that yet. But um the cons the consistent person we talk about on here, and it may just be like the biggest comic book of of rap nerds is our guy the notorious big right okay that's right one specific song man niggas believe picture me being scared of a nigga that breathes the same air as me come on man niggas bleed is is good storytelling and it's authentic and it's just braggadocious do you think biggie knew that though like that 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 line will become like mantras for people. <laughs> so I, I always have a theory that like, you don't know that you're creating greatness in the midst of it. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you know, did, I don't, I don't know if like great painters knew that like, yo, this is probably like a throwaway painting and it's going to end up being the Mona Lisa. Like you, you're just in the midst of your element and sometimes you just get lightning in the bottle man and I, I don't think when you look at it well biggie was 24 when he passed 24 25 he's a kid he was a kid you know what i'm saying in, in the grand scheme of things and i don't think you know it, we can argue semantics all day but like we didn't see the best of him yet because at 24 he still is still upward motion you know what i'm saying like he just he just in the studio probably smoking, vibing, rapping. They playing beats and he just going in and doing what he do. But we hadn't seen the best of Big yet. Yeah, I I, I said it on the pod before. Like we really got cheated, bro. Yeah, of absolutely. Like, of what you know, because he he ain't even get to hit the best producers. No nah, man, you know Big saying? Big hadn't yet turned the corner and. In that second album, he revolutionized how rappers create albums. Like he changed the whole landscape on how nigga, everybody want a West Coast track. Everybody wants something with the girls, something with an RB singer on that. That's all Big's doing. That was the that was the blueprint. That was the blueprint. Now that you mentioned the blueprint, I, I have to. Okay. <laughs> Your favorite albums, thing. We got That's that's one of my favorite Jay albums. I honestly think American Gangster might be Jay's best album. It's an argument for sure. Yeah. Uh, so do you, what was you doing when Blueprint dropped? Do you remember this? Which, Absolutely. Blueprint, Blueprint dropped on September 11, 2001, when the towers fell. I've been living in my own, just been living in my own apartment for like maybe two, three months. I went to Media Play to buy it like that afternoon after both towers fell. Media Play was like a ghost town and people was looking at me like I was crazy. I'm like, so that, that new Jay-Z came out today though, right? <laughs> like I understand the towers fell, but that new hove came out. And shit, I just I just wanted to hear it. You know, I we knew Jay was great. But like Blueprint took him to a like that separated him from the pack. You know what I'm saying? Like those were those were quintessential songs that that really took it to a whole nother level. And like Kanye West and the Just Blaze production, like they it was handmade for Jay. It was you know, handmade. I don't, don't want to leave out Bink. I left out Bink for a long time. Bink was a, definitely a huge but contributor he, to it. He he was. And I was like, yo, shout out to He Bink. didn't have as many tracks as Jay as no. as Kanye and Just Blaze. And I think that's where he kind of like gets muddled in there yeah. that he doesn't have, you know, they had like a they did the bulk of the production. So they had standout tracks. They had yeah, the, absolutely. They had the singles. But Song Cry is just Blaze. Yeah. And you can't mention that album. 
<laughs> without Song Cry. You can't mention that album without Takeover. And that was Kanye. And I think that's the like, you know, the dicey part for Bink. Even though Bink did the, you know what I'm saying, the intro, it's good bars on there, but it's like when you talk about the album. Izzo, you know, because I remember seeing him perform H to the Izzo at like the BT Awards. Debut. Back when, yeah, back when he used to do the Chitlin circuit, you know, he had everybody on stage with him and did the first verse to H to the Izzo. And I was like, this shit is, that shit was hard with the Michael Jackson sample. And then he, I remember what well, Blueprint, it was bootleg. My barber had it. And so my barber was crazy because he he loved Cavaliers, right? The Cleveland Cavaliers? No, the car, the Chevrolet. The car. <laughs> Chevy Cavalier. Okay. Chevy Cavalier to the point he would put rims on it, banging it, custom paint job. He had peanut butter and cream seats or the cream. Cavalier subbed out. It was cold, but it was still a Cavalier. Right. But somehow I just ended up with him. This was probably like a week before the album came out. And, you know, it wasn't as bad as uh, from Atlanta. Like when he, like he didn't kidnap me to give me a haircut. We just was kicking it. You know what I'm saying? But he, you know, he older. So we just riding around, riding around the city. And he had this, you know what I'm saying? The album early. I was like, dog. You know, when you're in the car, you know, I probably heard it like two or three times. I'm like, I need to burn this on the low. Didn't get to burn it. Waited till the album came out. We skipped school because I was still in school. We left. Okay. <laughs> it was like 10, 10, 11 o'clock. You know, and the world is in disarray. Don't nobody even know what's happening. You know what I'm saying? But we like went to Best Buy. Was like, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get this. And we bought Fabulous too, because he came out the same day. But like we split the buys. It was like me and the homie. So we just went. We split the buys. Like, yeah, no, I'm gonna get this one, and you get that one. And then in the car on the way back. Back we went back to school though. You're still in high school. (laughs) Yep. So I remember I had heard, I, I was interning at a studio back then in Highland Park, Michigan. I don't know if you know who R.J. Watkins is, but he used to have a show like on local access called The New Dance Show. Uh, only like he had his own television show. And uh, I was interning at that studio and there was another intern that, there and he had the blueprint like two weeks before it came out. He let me listen to two songs. He's like, I got the new Jay-Z. I'm only, he said, I'm only going to let you listen to two songs. And the two songs he let me listen to were Takeover and Renegade. And I was like, yeah, I need this as soon as it drops. That's when music came out on Tuesdays. Tuesdays was a good day. Yeah, yeah. All the new music came out on Tuesdays. Now niggas don't know shit about, like, there's no such thing as, like, an album rollout or it drop like you can drop your music whenever. Like the, the rollout used to be like a street single, and maybe like the the first single, you, you get promo posters, you see it in the source and double XL. Now it now it's an Instagram post, a tweet, the album be out next Tuesday, and that's it. You get the single when you buy the album. For sure. The good old days. <laughs> Now, this other, this modern classic, because that's kind of, you know, that's really from our time. The modern classic that you, that you also brought up, uh, Good Kid, Mad City. Okay. When you heard this album for the first time, like in its entirety, you know what I'm saying? What was, what did you think about, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we Kendrick had the hype going into it, right? Uh, yeah. I, I didn't listen to... I didn't get a chance to like get into him super early. So I didn't know about section 80, but I knew it was, I forgot what the single was, but he had the, you know, the Dr. Dre co-sign all of these things and people was talking about it. So when you, you know, popped the CD and played the MP3, whatever, once you got to the end of that album, what was your declaration on, on Kendrick? So shout out to my man, Jay Johnson, because I had the Kendrick album 
probably like two weeks before it like really dropped on the streets. You know, I was back into the blogs and all the bootleg sites that would give you a computer an STD. And as soon as I saw Kendrick was available, I downloaded it because Jay had put me up on Section 80. So I was already like intrigued. And, you know, back in the blog era, like there was just so much how you consume music was so different. So I was already kind of familiar with Kendrick. Sonically, I knew that if the album was in any conjunction with something that Dre was going to do, like it was going to sound good. I knew the rap, I, like I knew as, as infrequently as Dre put out music or put his hand on music, when it came out, I knew it was going to be an event. I knew it was going to be a big deal. And when you look at any debut album, that Dre has touched, whether it's been DOC, Doggy Style, fucking Eminem, like Dre puts Dre puts the magic on it. You know what I'm saying? So I knew it was going to be good. I just didn't know Kendrick was going to be that good. Like when you look at his peers and everybody else that was dropping sonically and just the way he was rapping was head and tails over, over everybody else. And conceptually, like I didn't get it the first listen. But like when I went back and listened to it again, like when you listen to like Shireen, for example, and it gets to the end and his mama calling him, it's about the van that's on the cover of the album. Like, you know, Kenny, where my van at? I need to go. You know, uh, she had to go down to the office to get her food stamps. Like everything made sense. Like Shireen let, led into Good Kid, Mad City. Like, nigga, where you from? You know, it, everything on the album, there was no wasted songs. There was no wasted bars. Everything made sense. And you don't get albums that are crafted like that no more. People Kendrick gave us our last classic album. Undisputed for sure. Like I yeah. don't think it's it's even up for debate. Uh it's a it's a couple of good albums, but yeah, classic, I can't I can't make no argument for that. Um then what's some of the, the, the new guys that you like though? Oh man, I love I love a lot of the new cats. Are we talking just like locally or just no? Just just period, period. We won't we won't say you know separate them, but like the new guys, it's like they don't have to be young necessarily. I I know one, I know two. There's two two guys that we love together. Pause. Um, Conway. I love I love everything <laughs> Griselda is doing. Well, let me not say everything because some of them beats I can't. I can't get with them niggas a rap over a fucking train whistles and make it work. And some of that shit just don't do nothing for me. But the combination of, of Conway, Westside, and Benny, I love them all three together. Conway's uh, been like, on the tear, though. Yeah. Because I think Conway has something. He's still in that in that argument where he still has something to prove. Benny is clearly the star of the trio. You know, like he aesthetically, Benny is just, he looks like the star. You know, Westside does his own different thing with the art and the curation, but Conway is just bars. It's, it's nothing, there's no frill to it. It's just, it's just top tier fucking rapping. And when you rap, like you got, like Conway still raps like he got something to prove. He's still hungry. And I don't think he, he doesn't have that quintet. They drop a lot of music. But Conway doesn't have like that album where niggas can be like, yo, this is this is the one. He turned the corner for me. So I liked him, you know what I'm saying? But his projects was always missing something. Right. Yeah. But featured Conway is undefeated. Like him on <laughs> him on Freddie Gibbs, Babies and Fools. Like they, he they weave in, he weave in and out that beat. They have to do something, bro. Yeah, like sure. they need a little something. Give me an EP. I take six songs, Conway and and Freddie Gibbs all day. Gibbs Gibbs is great with Griselda though. Because he's like it. It, <laughs> it reminds it reminds me of like the Red Man extension to Wu Tang. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, not is mm -hmm. he a member of Wu Tang? No, but like he your first cousin. He, like if you putting something out, you put you put Gibbs on it. If Gibbs is on it, it's not like on Pray for Paris. He he went crazy. Yeah, like he, he on, on what is it? Five hundred million dollar man. 
yeah. lost his mind, bro. Lost his mind. Babies and fools. I've been a Gibbs fan. So if you're talking about like rappers, I like, I love Griselda, Benny Conway, Westside, Baldy James is right up there. I love that street shit. I love Gibbs, YBN, Corday. He's Drop the YBN, man. Dame. You got you to respect just Corday now. Dame. Respect respect the young man. Oh, they, I didn't know he dropped it. I didn't know he, he dropped, dropped it. He, but. He just, he's special, though, bro. He is. His, his, his debut album is one to talk about. It's good. About. It's fucking good. It's one to talk about. And he, um, did you, you listen to his little four pack too that he put out? I did. And that, um, I talked about that song too. That, that one, this, the street is the one on there. He, the other songs was cool, but his personal raps, I, I said him and Conway are the ones to, if, if your personal life is in a ray, you, you yeah. want them to narrate. <laughs> And then there's some other some other names that I think are just mainstays that I like. Uh, I love Royce. I think he's probably, you know, the best rapper breathing air right now. Well, Royce ain't uh, one of the new guys, though. One of the new. We still you gotta get we gotta shine the new guys. Then I'm getting to your favorites. Like who's your, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you know another another you, new guy I like JID. Mm-hmm. Like JID. I like Earth Gang too. So you I like just, the spitters then? I do. I do. I do. JID, Earth Gang. I'm trying to think. It's got to be somebody else's like I'm not thinking of right now. Oh. Yeah, that's that's the only ones that kind of that kind of stick out. But like, I'll be honest, like I'm I'm like a rap crackhead. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's rap music, like. You know, a crackhead just want to hit. But you know what I'm saying? Like, if it's new rap music, I just want to hear it. Like, I don't I don't need to be biased. I don't care who's putting it out. Like, I just need to hear it because I, I like rap music. Like, I'm a listener to hip hop all the way till I die. You know, and now I got I got kids that are teenagers. So they got like a different ear for rap music. And I always say, like, my daughter is like a street A&R. Like she'll she'll get a hold of something that I, i'm just not hit to and then she'll put me on and i'll be like yo i i like this shit you know she she into like a lot of the like the detroit street rap sada pz uh vezo gt shit like that and just like you know i don't listen to the radio and you know it take a different I digest music a little bit differently. Like it don't come across my ears the same way it come across hers. Cause you know, I ain't, I ain't in the mall. I ain't at the parties. Me and all my friends got kids and, you know, other shit going on. So it may take me a minute before, you know, certain shit hit my ears, but she in the mix of all of that shit. She, she at the mall every weekend, you know, her friends are, you know, 15 and 16, just like her. So, you know, they they picking up the music wherever they find it from. And I just happen to be in earshot, maybe taking her somewhere or maybe like what she liked to do. Like, I like to put her on shit that I listen to. I remember I took her to Target and she wanted like a Tupac T-shirt. In my mind, I'm thinking like, oh, shit, my baby like Pac, too. Nah, she just want the shirt because it matched the Jordans that she got. So I got to put her up on I got to put her up on Pac. No, damn. <laughs> That ain't but, but like, yeah, but like we'll be in the car or some shit and she don't want to listen to what I'm listening to. So she was like, hey, can you play this? And that's when she'll kind of like hit me to the shit that she listening to. So, man, I just like to be, you know, I like all the new shit. Like I at least I don't never want to be like that old person that make it that hippity hop. Like I want to give it a chance. I at least want to listen to it. Now, I may not do shit for me because some. Sometimes she plays some shit and I'm not I'm not as uh into some of the lingo anymore. So like some shit just go over my head or take me a minute before I like catch on to. But I I at least want to hear it and be in the know of what's going on. One of the new guys, not I guess he kind of knew. I do one of the Detroit guys. I like I like Babyface Ray. Babyface Ray is a star. He's, He's a star. One of my, um 
I, th- I think he might. I think he might. You saw he about to add a song with Big Sean. Ray is a star. He is. I think he's I think one he big hit it. away. Yeah, and might that get, might be the one that push him out there. That's gonna push him in a different, a different lane for sure. Uh, one of our favorites, though. You know what I'm saying? We we both agree on this guy. I think he's one of the special ones. He's really one hit away too. Is uh, Dave Hill. I love Dave. You know, we had him on our show not too long ago, him and Baby Mark. Baby Mark is really good, too. Yeah, Dave has all (laughs) the Dave has all the working parts to be a star and all it's going to take. You know, he he's bubbling and he's doing it the right way. He's dropping just enough music. Not too is not oversaturating, but it's just enough. These EPs. These features, a couple songs here and there, a couple verses here and there. He's building that buzz. All it's going to take is just for the right ear to hear Dave. And and he's like one good feature away, you know, from being from being in that next. Because I still believe like in some some regards, the cosign works. He's putting in all the groundwork by himself and which I think is incredible. And he's building up a name and a buzz, but he get on the right feature with the right artist is, is going to blow him into the stratosphere, man. Yeah, he, he, he's good. I, I got on to him cause I, I know Corey, but um, it was his uh, work from home album. Okay. And I was like, all right, bet. You know what I'm saying? Cause at first you see a boy posting somebody and you just like, Oh, you know, I don't know who this is. Um, then I had time and I um, I heard the work from home, like, all right, I'm locked in. And then I was super sold once they did highlight. Um, yeah. And, and you kind of put me up. You're the reason I come, I'm, I'm up on Dave because you kept, you sent me the link for uh, my first job, the Ja'Cory Davis album. And, you know, Corey, Corey did his thing and r in that whole album. Mm-hmm. He knew the right pieces and the right places to put them. Yeah, and um, while we're talking about albums this year, I, I don't disagree with you, though. Um, the, the boy Tyler, the creator. I love Tyler's album. <laughs> I love it. And I love that he went and got DJ Drama to make it, to give it that Gangster Grills feel all over that album, man. Tyler can really rap. Like, he be... He play around. He be going. But I, yeah. I knew he could go. You know what I'm saying? But it was like, oh, I didn't know this was about to be because I, I genuinely like his albums, like just his albums in general. Right? And so I was just like, oh, I bet Tyler got some new music. And I saw the little snippet. It was just like him rapping. And I'm like, oh, you know, bet. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't know it was about to be. <laughs> you know I, I, like, I think some I think people sometimes are scared to give Tyler a chance because of like the personality like he real he real quirky he's not like your average you know our rap type of nigga he got a different different personality a different lifestyle and sometimes that can scare away like you know your average rap fan but look just listen just listen to the album just listen to it like it's good fucking rapping he will rap with me under a tree absolutely absolutely (laughs) And I would be, you know, I would be pressed to say, like, when it comes to major releases, Tyler may have given us the best rap album of the year so far. You can't argue it because the thing is, like, right now, as far as majors, like, who else you going to mention? Nobody. Nobody. It's July, dog. And I mean, the J. Cole album kind of came and went. I liked it a lot, too, though. This was one of my favorite, like, Cole albums just because I needed the, the – the, I love Cole's rapping, but I be needing his – break. I need to break him up from his beats because his sound is so – you know what I'm saying? It's plateau. It's plateau. And for this album, he – um, you know, he, he played with different sounds. You know what I'm saying? And – if it, it felt good for him, like his job was just to rap this time. You know what I'm saying? Like every other album he working, like making beats, singing hooks and all of that. But <laughs> I, I, I honestly feel like he's dropped better albums. 
I didn't like, think this like not, this ain't the like. Yeah, this wasn't, but I like it. I just like the sounds. His best album to me was probably uh, Born Center. Yeah, I like Born and Born Center and For Your Eyes Only. I think are like the kind of one and two there. Not that this album is bad, but I don't think it had like the retaining value that I was hoping that it would. That's right. You know, it has some gems on there. Started it off good with 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 Cam with the Cameron feature, just Cam talking. You know, him and Twenty One Savage for some reason they make really good music together. He taking him on tour. He he loves. Yes, him. like he loves him. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad at a small J. Cole and 21 Savage EP because they make good music together. Like I'm it sure. just works. From that tour, because they about to go on like a tour tour. We'll get something. We'll get something. Yeah, they, it's gonna be some more music for sure, man. Um I want to get you. I'm gonna get you in some trouble, Dame, because I gotta do that. But Dame, what do you do you have a favorite verse? Do I have a favorite verse? Or what? What's the verse? So I had, you know, I, me and me and last the last time I recorded was with Jay Johnson, right? We're right. I'm taking credit, you know what I'm saying? Because cannabis got brought up again, you know what I'm saying? And it, it all, he always comes up. Nobody was bringing up cannabis, and then you know Royce was out here. You know, so I take credit for us starting this whole like rap combat sport that was going on the last couple of weeks but what is the i say your favorite verse but like what's one of the either your favorite verse or the verse that you like you had to learn you know what i'm saying that you was like no i'm, I'm a big rap now like what's your hip-hop quote man i i remember i always remember the first verse i ever learned like verbatim was ice cube and mm, fucking yeah. dope and dope man now, can you spit it, though? It was once said by a man who couldn't quit. Dope man, please, can I have another hit? The dope man said, Cluck, I don't give a shit if your girl kneeled down and sucked my dick. It was all good. Ah, fuck. I feel like if I, if I, was, if I had it planned, I could listen to it. But you know what's another great verse? That Davis, really stay- Davis was great. Like, that, that was like... I, I love Cube. I love. I fucking was, love Cube. I, you know, you know how you like need stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like when I had, like once I figure out the time of like how to like really like chop and splice this up. Dame rapping dope man. You. Uh, you when, when I when I. You know, I can't, I don't want to be like, you know, all corny. Like I, I fell in love with hip hop, but like, yo, this when is I, what it's for though, damn. This, this we, you know, in the rap nerd space, this is all we care about. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, we may call other people nerds in other spaces, but when it comes to rap, like this is it. This is the kind, this is, this is the, the Spider-Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, dog, when, when I, when I heard Dope Man, for the first time, like it, 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 it took me to a place I had never, like I had never. It was euphoric, you know what I'm saying? Like I could close my eyes and I could, like I didn't know shit about selling drugs. I didn't know shit about dope things. You, you was a whole child, then. Yeah, I didn't know <laughs> shit about dope things or people sucking dick for crack. But let me tell you something. After I listened to Dope Man about ten times in a row, oh nigga, I was ready to get out on the corner. I was ready to get my own fucking corner and navigate that shit because I, I I knew it. Uh, shit, man. Like, a lot of music, it, it takes for me to, like, listen to it to really, like, get in the groove or rapping with it because another verse that I love, and I saw my man Jay Johnson, and I'm glad that he gave me credit for putting him up on Exhibit C. Like, that was top-tier fucking rapping from JLF. Top-tier rapping. And I just, I, we talked about this last time, but that verse, because it, 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 you know, it ain't no hooks on there. So that's, that's it's, just It's a just verse. rapping, just straight rapping. And that was one, he, what, what you got, what, what you got, for, give, give me some Exhibit C. Because I, I that, again, back to the blog era. The blog era really needs to be heralded and treated properly with what came from 
the blog era. I remember sitting at my desk at work on Friday. I was, I forgot what blog I was listening to. Niggas is outside fucking with these firecrackers, dog. This shit is pissing me off. Yeah, still celebrating failure, celebrating fucking failure. And I remember sitting at my desk because I kind of moved up in the corporate ladder a little bit quicker than Jay. Like, well, I just started like a little bit before him. So I had like my own office. And like on Friday night, on Fridays, I had this conference call every Friday at 445. So like around four o'clock, I would stop working. And I just, you know, just close my office door, just shoot the shit. And I remember I found the J Electronica. And the only reason I knew who the nigga was, I was a source junkie. You know, like I subscribed to the source for probably like eight years. And it was always my dream to like be an unsigned hype. So I, I would I would read unsigned hype religiously. And I remember back, you got to remember like back then, you know, it like in the early in the wild, wild west days of the internet and before the internet became available, like the unsigned hype was just a nigga that you saw. Like unless like there was some real serious music out there, you didn't you didn't know what they sounded like. So, but I knew that J Electronica had the Just Blaze co-sign. And then I saw the song. Oh, and it said, it, yeah. And it said produced by Just Blaze. But I was a little skeptical because I'll be honest. Like I'm an East Coast, you know, East Coast, West Coast rap nigga. I was not really feeling nigga. Like to me, niggas from the South didn't really have like that lyrical dexterity. I just didn't. You know, you had you had a couple, you know, you had your outcast, yeah, you know, David Banner, you know, there was a couple sprinkled in there, but most of the time niggas from the south rap like they had marbles in their mouth and it just wasn't it wasn't doing nothing for me. But yo, jail niggas six mile, seven mile, Hartwell, grass it, but niggas real pack the U-Haul truck up, put the high beams on, hop about the curve at the barbecue, and hop about the back like what's up. Kill a nigga, rob a nigga, take a nigga, bust up. Come on, I man. Like what fuck that tough talk. I, I don't hear you. It sound real good. He said what make the devil hit his knees and say to our father. Come on, man. It was so much shit sprinkled in there. And the one I could never the, the one I, I love, but I could never like really met. Let's they go. call me J Electronica. Fuck, fuck that. that. Call me J Electronica. Say Electronica. Jay yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Like Jay was Jay Electronica was killing him. It was the perfect combination of like what I don't like is like beat makers and rappers. But what I do like is when a rapper and a producer get together and they make a cohesive sound. And that just blazed Jay Electronica, that <clears throat> shit worked. They made a cohesive sound and they just created a moment in time. Now, the fact that it took Jay Electronica a fucking decade to drop a, over a decade to give us an album after ex Exhibit C is fucking ridiculous. But like, that's just a moment in time. Like, that's a quintessential blog era song. It, it may have put like, I, I can't even, I love that song, dog. Like, <laughs> I genuinely love if I if I need to get in a mood, I will play that, and I have Absolutely. to play it play it at least three times because I, I can't just like you can't play that song one time. Though. It's it's it it, it reminds it's almost <laughs> like a, a gospel song, you know it's, how it opens up. It's, it's it's like a gospel song, man. And it's, it's, it's beautiful. Like, if somebody was like, hey, man, what's, like, what is hip-hop to you? Like, I could play that shit. Because you know, it's, it's no song, friends. That's the song, dang. You know how people will make up, like, it's always some, like, bull crap on Twitter or something. Like, it was a meme. Like, if you picked Biggie up right now and you had to play him a song, what would it be? I would play him that only because it makes me angry that we never got to hear Biggie on Just Blaze. 
Absolutely. When I listen to Beats from the Blueprint, there's like three songs in particular. I was like, nah, girls, girls, girls should have been a big, should have been Biggie all over that shit. You know what I'm saying? He, he would have been though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know it. Like he would have been on. That, that would have been like one of the timeless Biggie singles. You know what I'm saying? Even when I listen to like Izzo, like just how Biggie's rhyme scheme and the way that like he rode the beats, like he would he would have crafted a gym with Izzo and then song really cry. Good, song cry with Biggie on it would have been would have been incredible. Like it's already an incredible song, but it would have went to a whole nother level. Biggie was really, really good at rapping, dog. Like, he was really, really good. And, you know, like every, you know, like every year, you just get into the, like when you get in, like around March 9th, you, you'll get into a, a Biggie bag. But that Life After Devil album is crazy. Yeah. And, it's, and it still sounds good today. Just a, it's it sounds even better today, like it did twenty five years ago. Some some rap albums just don't age well. Like they sound good in the moment, but you go back and revisit it, like yo, this shit sound real nineteen ninety six ish. And not as much as I, as much as I love <laughs> like like re- ready to die doesn't sound good today like it did back then. Like you know, Big Papa still sound good, but like yeah, the hits are the hits. The hits are the yeah, hits. but like, everything else sound dated. You know, even when I listen to Illmatic, as much as I love that album, like Nas, like Nas don't sound like the Nas we know and love today. It just sound it just sounds dated. But I mean, it's a classic. You revere for what it is, but sometimes they just don't age good. All right, Dame. Um, before I let you go, man, because you don't know, you you know, you you, you got a, you're a busy man. Who who is your? I had to get you in trouble. Who are your top five, Dame? No order, just your five. Who who is Dame's five? I'm definitely going Nas, Jay, Royce, Scarface, Cube. Nah, nah. I'm a I'm a sub cube for Biggie. Okay. Um, give me top five albums. Yeah, your top five albums. Top five albums. I'm going. Damn, the fix. Mm. Life after death. The blueprint. <laughs> you know what? I'm a I'm a I'm gonna throw a dark horse in there. I'm gonna throw a dark horse in there. Mm-hmm. That's what I do, Dan. Ah, <laughs> deep hell on earth. Okay. All right. Uh, It's it's an underrated classic to me. uh, Give me five, because you you got an ear to the streets too, Dan. Give me five guys right now to watch from, I'll say, give me five guys from Detroit, like, to watch right now. Like, who is your five? Who is Dan's five? The... uh, Dane's music pick of the week five. Who, who you got? If we had to make a little playlist with him. Definitely go on Babyface Ray. Mm-hmm. YNJ. Okay. I, I mean, he's not necessarily from Detroit. You know what it is? F-I-N-T. You already yeah, know. He, he's not necessarily from Detroit, but I but I like the young guy's style. Y, F, YNJ. Uh, GT. Okay. I think GT. I think GT got a got a clap, got a hit, got some hits in him. He just need he just need a little 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 light up under him. I don't I don't know I don't know what's not connecting, but I feel like he he's close. Uh, yo, shout out, shout out to my dog Mo Dirty. 
Dirt drop a lot of good music. It's consistent. Uh, he has some big cosigns at, at once in the point. And I, you know, Mo is like my man. I know him for years. So I know, you know, life has, uh, you know, taken some twists and turns, but I think Mo still, Mo still got one. And uh, a rapper that I really like, and I think has a lot of potential and hip hop always has room for like a fat nigga with personality. I'm going with Oba Rowland. Okay. All right, now, Dane, because you rap too, all right? What well, have you been working on this album, man? I have. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm working on my album. Tentatively, I'm going with God Made Dirt is the name of the album because God covered two-thirds. Water covers two-thirds of the earth. I cover the rest. And, you know, I've been a terrible nigga for a lot a lot of my life but god made dirt and dirt don't hurt and i just got you know uh you know man i i'll be real candid for a moment just because i know maybe a lot of your listeners don't know about me or who i am but uh you know man i i came real close last year to seeing the lord's face you know i i went through some some tough shit health wise some tough shit personally and I, I'm a man of faith at the end of the day. And I know God brought me out of it. And, you know, I just want to, it's not a gospel album, but I definitely want to tell people my story uh, transparently and what I've been through. So, you know, I'm letting the pen move how I move. Uh, I'm not on nobody's schedule to drop or a deadline. I kind of got uh, an idea in my head when I want to put it out. But when it's going to be done, it's going to be done. And I'm a, I'm going to roll it out there the best way I know how. And, you know, I hope people just, you know, fuck with the music and receive it, man. Okay. I know you was talking about this year at one point, so I ain't want to. Um... No, it's, it's, it's still my, I, I do still have a date in mind this year. Uh, you know, the panorama kind of fucked things up because, you know, <laughs> studios, you know, I don't have no studio in my basement. You know, and I want to I want to give it a good quality sound. I got, you know, some really dope producers that I've been working with. And I want to give it the sonically. I want to give it the sound that it deserves. So, you know, and then shit, man, I'm a father of five and a studio time is a luxury. I got babies going off to college. They need shoes. They need clothes. And, you know, I'm, I'm a dad. So, I mean, sometimes priorities come before studio time but it's gonna get out there this year is still the it's still the goal um it's a lot of good rap music dropping around me and i just want to be sure that i keep the bar keep the bar high well dang man this is great i just gotta call you more and talk that shit with you man hey man anytime anytime (laughs) this this was fun i look forward to doing it again do I get to get some shout outs before I dip? And you know, you know, you the pipe, man. You know how this thing goes, man. What are you talking about, man? You know, you got right, this man. show that drop every Saturday morning, man. You know, you got to make sure you know, well, you brought the, the number people here. You brought the people the here. The number anyway. one podcast in Detroit, Shop Talk Podcast. Shout it's out to my. It's bigger than Detroit. It's, it's bigger than Nino Brown. Stop being humble. What would Ray J do if you know you said? The top podcast in Detroit. It's the, it's the top. It's the top podcast in the universe. In the Shout world, Craig. In the world, Craig. Right. Shout out to my partner Jay Johnson three one three. I could not do it without him. You know, I I never say the shop talk is my idea. Jay had an incredible idea. Bought me along with him for this ride, and it's been crazy. You know, when we link up, it's always the big three. Uh, shout out to you, man. I appreciate this platform and, and you just being a genuine nigga and a genuine friend for me. Um, shout out to the homie Trinidad and uh, Muddy, really everybody that records out of Shop Talk podcast, my Royal Rumble crew. Look, when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. We're dropping every Saturday on all pod. If you listen to podcasts there, you can find us. 268 weeks in a row. We don't take no breaks, man. It's been a labor of love, but it's it's starting to turn the corner and turn into something amazing. And I can't wait to see, you know, what the next year is bring. You know, 
God is great. And uh, I appreciate the opportunity. I appreciate the platform, man. Man, I appreciate you, man. Like we we had all the parenting huddles in the world. To <laughs> hey, man, be, being a dad, being a being a dad is the first job that we have, and you know it's a thankless job. But like shit, when duty calls, you got to be there <laughs> because nobody nobody remembers when you are there, but everybody remembers when you're not there. So like when Arr. when when you got to be there for the babies, you just do what the fuck you got to do. And man, I was late tonight because I had to pick my daughter up from work. And I mean, what the fuck you do? You, you just make it happen. <laughs> I, I cuss and complain after I drop her off. But shit, I got to make it happen. And that's, that's just what, what this dad life shit is about. That's the most gangster shit in the world is being a father. 100%. 100%. Man, well, I'm going to close this out. You know what I'm saying? This is when rap nerds link up. All right. It's on YouTube. All right. Watch it on YouTube. Share it on YouTube. Subscribe, all that stuff. And it's, you know, I'm using Anchor. So my podcast not everywhere. It, it don't want me to be on Apple Podcasts right now. So you got to listen on Spotify. Um, you can listen on, what is it, like Streaker, all this other stuff. But Spotify, the easiest way. Listen on okay. Anchor, man. Tell a friend, tell a friend. Uh, when rap nerds link up, we're gonna be back. I'm not, I'm not falling off. You know what I'm saying? Consistency. We're gonna keep it up. Um, we have the best conversations in rap right now. Um, I, I'm better than than anybody in the space. Talk that talk. Talk that talk. And so we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. And you know, it this will evolve, Dame. So like the next time we're gonna do it like. It's going to be like sneaker shopping for rap nerds next time. But, you know what I'm saying? We're going to talk that. We're going to make, you know, get some little video content, hook up with my man. And we're we going to make it a thing. Though. But, dang, I love you, dog. Thank you, man, for, for that. I'm going to close this out. Um, and then, you know, I'll yell at you. All right, man. 